Well, the whistle has blown and that means it is time again for another episode of the Entrepreneur's Locker Room and chat with a champion and a true champion we have with us again today. Richard Tatunji, how are you today, sir? Yeah, great. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me in the locker room here. <laughs> Mate, it feels as if we've been swapping interviews for the last 10 years. We've known each other for ages and... Uh, now, whether it was talking video marketing and whether it was talking some work on your business, it's been, uh, we've been swapping a lot of great interviews. But let me tell the people out there just a little bit about you um, that don't know. And Richard has uh, grown up through the health and fitness industry. In fact, was one of Australia's youngest ever personal trainers at the age of 17. He got his qualifications and then moved through, uh, set up his own health club. And one of the things that we're going to talk about is some of the online work that he's done and uh, a meet your personal trainer where he's helped thousands of personal trainers generate over half a million leads, which is awesome. Now has an international company and we're going to round it off by talking about COM, Complete Online Marketing, which is a new breed of marketing for people out there. So Richard, let's get stuck into it right back at the age of 17, you kicking off your journey as a personal trainer. Yes, yeah, sure. Um, or 17, I guess I left school in year 10 only because I knew what I wanted to do. And I had, um, I kind of had my, uh, you could say friends, um, basically say, Hey Richard, how do you, um, how, how are you, how do you build muscle or how do you get fit? And I kind of didn't know. So I bought some magazines and I flipped through them and then I just cut them out and I kind of created my own, you could say booklet in this A4 and I had all different exercises, shoulders, arms, back and you know, when I was in, um, you know, year nine and 10 at school, um, I would train with some people and just bring my folder and would just work on different exercises based on what was on the magazine. So I kind of kicked off it that way. And um, I kind of knew that I, that I, I, I liked the concept only because Steve, it was different. And I think that's one of the factors that I, that I move into is that it's, um, it's, it's, it was different at the time. So I thought this is unique. This is not a, a trade or I don't have to go to uni for it. Nobody's doing it. I couldn't even, I didn't have, I didn't know anybody that was a trainer, and so maybe that's why I draw to uh, to that uh, so much. So as we're going through today, and we had a brief chat uh, before we got on air, is there's been um, some multiple phases in your career and development. I want to talk about you developing personally as well as the business. So you move from the practitioner, the trainer, into a a club owner, and that's where I first met you as you were. Uh, you were setting up and buying your your first studio um, over in Neutral Bay. So tell me about your mindset going from okay, well I can go and train people now. I've got to run a business. What was that like? Well, that was uh, obviously tough. I, I initially went into that business um, with my boss. You could say she was she was looking into something. I said, hey, that sounds interesting. I'll go on with you instead. And um, and it was kind of like it was it was just a, I guess I always had that mindset of that. Um, you know, become a personal trainer, obviously it meant that it was your business kind of thing. So I just thought that this would be a bigger format. Um, and I guess, Steve, like you don't know what you don't know. And so at 17, I think I purchased that place at just before my 18th birthday. Um, I really had no context around what I was getting myself into, if I'm quite honest. Um, I remember borrowing my, uh, I said to my parents, hey, listen, I've got this studio. I was living out west at the time, Steve, uh, out, out Blacktown. I've never been to Neutral Bay in my life. So here I am, didn't know where Neutral Bay was. And I'm driving out there in the morning, no idea what I've gone to. But anyway, my parents borrowed uh, $50,000 from their home loan. And um, my other partner borrowed 50000 And boom, we went. And um, I guess I was forced to be a 
uh, business owner, uh, I was forced to go down that way because when I took over that studio, I already had, I'd already had, I think five or six staff members. And um, I remember kind of like getting in there and one of the things I did to overcome my age was I actually lied about my age. Um, and I pretty much said to everybody I was 26, 27 when I was just literally 18. <laughs> I don't know if anybody believed me, I have no idea, but I went with that story for a while and uh, that kind of helped me because it's always like, oh, I want to be older, I want to be younger. But because I was purchasing a studio and I needed, to me, I needed to be taken seriously so I actually would make sure the clients would leave. That was always my biggest fear is that clients would leave. Who's this little young kid? And I guess it wasn't like it was today where there was a lot of trainers. So, mm. so there was a involved and I guess that's how I overcame it and you just got to do what you got to do. I don't think I had a choice in the matter. I remember my um, grandfather, you know, he helped me about, he had this big booklet before MYB and Zero and he told me about you put your expenses in this booklet and you minus it and you know, I was terrified every week that um, I would have money. I had no idea how it worked. Clients came in, they said, oh, I owe you 20 sessions. I said, oh, great. Here's the credit card machine. That was my favorite part, taking payments. <laughs> I guess that's where it progressed from. Yeah, that's always a good feeling, isn't it? But uh, it seems like you've always had a, a tech background because um, as you were going from that, you moved into um, a lot of the online space and you saw an opportunity there because as the, the internet was coming through and, and personal trainers were needing to, uh, to get clients, you built the uh, Meet Your Personal Trainer. Tell us about that and, and how that worked. Yeah, sure. I guess that came from, um, I spent some, some, after I sold the studio, I spent some time overseas working on cruise lines and I came back and um, I wanted to get involved more into the corporate market. Again, you know, my mind is always going to the, the extreme of what people aren't doing. And at that time, I knew that personal training was, there was starting to be more of it. And so I was trying to exit myself out. And so I ran, I opened up a company called Corporate Wellness. I got the URL called corporatewellness.com.au. Mm -hmm. And anything um, about SEO or online, you can't get domain names like that um, this day and age. They're all taken, all no. ones are taken. And so I kind of got lucky early on and I bought really good domain names because I just understood the process. And the only reason why I understood the process is I created this company, Corporate Wellness, and I started to get leads. Um, and I go, how to get these leads? And it just, it just mean that I was able to rank myself in Google higher. And from there, I got leads. And, and I did some research, like, like everybody said, it happened late at night trying to figure out the whole online thing and all that kind of stuff. So I spent, I spent my hours for many years. I call it the second shift. Um, yes. After sort of 8 p.m., you do the second shift. I did that for years and years and just, just twinkling, you know what I mean? I never really had a formalized, well, I did, but I, I kind of just played around myself. And I started to generate leads in this company. And this company called Wellness, um, we, had, uh, we built up to 80 staff around Australia. And wow. that was purely on the fact of 90, you know, of 90% of, of our business all came from online. And I knew that I had uh, came across something that I didn't know if anybody else knew about. And, and so how Meet Your Personal Trainer came about was that companies would call us up because we were running like, uh, you know, health practitioners, nurses, doctors, health checks around Australia, see that massages were a big thing as well. Obviously, people want massage instead of fitness. And so a lot of revenue came that way. And so people would ring up and say, hey, Richard, I want to see this personal trainer that, you're gonna, that is going to come into my company. I just want to check them out. I want to see their profile. And so what I started to do, I started to video my staff. I went around Australia and videoed all my staff to put them on my website. And I thought about it when I was traveling around Australia. I thought, if I can do this for my people, why don't I just do it for everybody else? 
you know, the whole entrepreneur mm. mindset. I said, well, you're okay, let me do that. And so out of that, Meet Your Personal Trainer was born. And, um, you know, we're talking about, Steve, as you know, the days before these things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've had many of the same big cameras, buddy, I know. <laughs> yeah, the video cameras. So, um, so the whole concept there was basically, can you be an expert in your area? And so I went around um, and I had to prove the concept because I Googled online and I Googled YouTube and YouTube was very early on and I looked for any personal trainer that had a video in Australia and I literally came up with probably five or six people that actually filmed a video. That's right, and yes. So I realized that it was starting, but it was so soon. And I, when I approached trainers, I said, hey, can I film you to be on this video directory? And, it's, and we're going to have a how-to library and how-to videos and audios and articles and People thought I was nuts. Um, and so I managed to, uh, you know, poke in my first major client. That was Step Into Life. And I said, listen, mm -hmm. let me let me get, let me prove the concept works. I was so passionate about proving this concept works. So anyway, I went around Australia. I filmed every single one of their trainers myself personally. And um, I think there was maybe three, 400 at the time. And I had to explain every single time why you film a video what the purpose of video for, why you want to film a video, like same <laughs> conversation. And so from there, it just kicked off. And yeah, yeah. And first to market, Steve, obviously I probably didn't understand the value of content back then. Um, you know, that site still ranks today over 250 number one search positions in Google for like terms like personal trainer. And I haven't really put much effort into it the last few years purely for the content, Steve. And it, and, and we're talking the same kind of conversation today. Everybody's talking the same kind of conversation. It's content, 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 content. And again, because we had such valuable content, um, that's the reason why we got you know thousands and thousands and thousands of organic leads, not paying one cent to AdWords or Facebook, anything like that. Yeah, let's put another hat on. Let's say that you're a trainer out there or a studio owner and you're thinking, oh, my time has passed. There are no opportunities out there to do anything different. What would you say to them? Because I, I, you're like me. We have conversations all the time. There are just so many different opportunities out there, but people aren't looking for them. What would you say to these people to say, well, all I'm ever going to be is this. Uh, every, everything is taken. Yeah, sure. Well, the thing that's not taken is you. And I honestly believe that because this day and age, we, we're in a world of comparison. We're in a world of like, look at other people's social media. And remember that on social media, you only put your best stuff. You generally don't put your negative yep. stuff. Who wants to follow someone negative? It's just the way it is. So I think the concept here is to understand that if you, if you really understand your USP, your value proposition, what your uniqueness is, what the one thing that, that, that can't, people can't duplicate you, and then you go get yourself one of these and film yourself and put the content out based on that without copying or trying to be someone else, you will win. You'll always win. Because I look at it like this. If a trainer wants to expand, right, they don't need to take over the world. They just need to take over their community. They need to just be the best in their community. So they need to have, you know, those conversations just with the local coffee shops and that kind of stuff and dominate their area. Um, a lot of times we overthink the conversation. We think, oh, my gosh, I've got to be the next Michelle Bridges or something like that, where you don't have to be. If you just want to get revenue up to 1000 bucks a week, $2,000, you don't have to take over the world. You just have to get really good at being you and being really niche. Probably the last thing is really tight in what you do. Um, don't go bored, go really tight. I think that's the way that uh, it's going to go. You know, it's, it's continually going niche, 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 niche. There's a lot of more experts out there. But again, it, it's how tight you want to be on 
you know, the topic or the service offering that you're doing and, and just stay true to yourself. And I know it's very hard to say stay true to yourself because there's so much comparison out there, but you know, yeah. you start by yourself and end by yourself. Everybody, everything in between, you'll make enemies, you'll make lovers, you'll make haters. It, you're ending up by yourself. So you might as well be happy to yourself. Yeah, that, that really backs up a lot of the stuff that, uh, you know, I've been saying for ages about being a leader and authority. A lot of people think that they don't deserve to be an authority and you almost said the exact words. You don't have to be the best in the world. You just have to be the best in their world. And that's your people in your community's world. And everybody is different. Everybody's come from a different background. They've got a different thought, got a different philosophy. And if you go to Amazon or any bookstore and things like that, is there one book on personal training? Is there one book on fitness, weight loss, uh, wealth, real estate? No, there's not. There's thousands and thousands. And every one of those who wrote the book deserved to be the authority on that. And that's where uh, what you've done backs up is like each time you need to take the next level, you need a different mindset, then you need some different personal branding, and then you just need to get out and go for it which leads me on to the next one, which is what you're doing right now, COM, Complete Online Marketing. And what I love about this, again, a disruptor out there in the field because you don't just take on clients and say, okay, we're going to tell you what we're going to do for you, keep you in the dark and just take your money off you. Yep. You actually put your clients through training programs so they understand fully and as you're providing the services, it's virtually a partnership. Would, would you call it that, that you're, you're doing? Yeah, it's a great way to say it, a partnership. Um, yeah, I do believe that because, see, I guess, you know, Com, Com Marketing, you know, it's it based on the fact that people then didn't just want their leads provider. They want their own website. They want their own marketing, that kind of stuff. And, you know, Steve, it's, it's, I see it all the time. People go, I want what you have. I want what you have. I want this. But they've also got to understand that, you know, what I have and what I've done is because not just this business has been, you know, since grade nine or 10 or, or since I was selling cans or mowing lawns in year seven, you know, that, that's where the concepts have come from. So it's very hard to replicate, but what we can do is the best I can do is provide strategy, provide buyer, provide education. And so somebody who doesn't know marketing, doesn't like marketing, just says, hey, go do it, will understand what we're actually doing. Because I've seen it so many times before that people are getting burnt, because they've gone to an invest an agency of, and they said, hey, spend, spend money on my Facebook, I haven't got results, so I've got a website, I didn't like it. It just come from poor communication. And so all we've done, we've developed an eight-month program called our Comet Ninja program. And basically, you can do that online or you can do it face-to-face -face, because some people love to learn face-to-face. -face. Yep. Yep. You know? um, it's not just about all online. And so if we can develop that and give them the strategy, then clients can save thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of mistakes. I mean, my first mistake... Can, can I jump in, Rich? Yep. You're actually saying what you needed to overcome when you went into personal best in neutral bank. You mm. didn't know what you didn't know. Yes. What you're doing is teaching them what to know so they can really have better conversations with you and ask better questions. That if you have people come in not knowing what they don't know, they're going to ask some stupid questions yeah. and they're not really going to know whether you're giving them the right answer or not. So you're, you've taken all the learnings and the, the hurdles that you had to come umpteen years ago, uh, be 18 years ago now, back in, um, in Neutral Bay, when you said, I didn't know what I didn't know. But now you're turning that around and not letting that happen to other people. 
Yeah, spot on. Tony, Tony Robbins says it well. You know, ask better questions, get better answers. And it's right. If you ask a better question, you're going to get a much better answer. And I love when people come into our program, they're asking stupid questions like, you know, I've got, I've got $20. Um, can this turn my business around? <laughs> like, come on. Um, so these, but then when they leave the program, they're asking better questions. How much is my cost per lead going to cost? You know, what type of conversions do I have? And, you know, quite frankly, you might not like those conversations. And, and I, you know, I hate, you know, I'll be honest, I hate all this new social media that comes up. We teach it. But the yeah. question is, if you, don't, if you don't understand it, you can say, oh, I don't want to use it. I don't need to use it. But eventually, you're going to need to use it because otherwise, you'll be uninnovative. So I need, you need this out with the trends. And so it's just about being careful of what we teach people that they don't get down a rabbit hole that goes nowhere. The same strategy applies, Steve, from, you know, 15, 20 years ago to now. It's the same concept. It's just the tools and the tactics are different. That's all. It's like this interview would have done via newspaper before now. It's done on a, on a podcast and a million other platforms are going to go out too. The same strategy takes place though. And I guess people are getting confused with the, tech, the, the tactical, the technical stuff and the strategy. I always say, if you understand the strategy, you can outsource this, outsource this stuff to your to your five-year-old nephew. It doesn't matter. Ten-year-old nephew. They can do that stuff. Don't worry about that. It's the strategy that you need to understand as a business owner. Now, I'm going to get on to another question, but there's a couple of things that I need to let the people know out there um, about you and, and some of the interesting things that uh, you and your lovely wife, Joey, were uh, a part of the amazing race. And <laughs> that in itself would have been a, an awesome experience, as well as uh, you ran with Pat Farmer on his run or part of his run from the the length of india which in itself was a was an awesome feat by pat and and it, it shows that you're getting out there and one of the things that i'm leading this into is even though you're a business owner and you run a business and an online business you're out there consistently as richard maintaining your personal brand how important do you believe personal brand is in, in, in business right across and also for those who are individuals? Yeah, great question. Um, I think the short that is, I think that's all we have at the end of the day. Like because I've changed, like if I, you know, some people get lucky, Steve, the first time they get the same business, the same brand, they don't change the whole life. And there's less and less of that now happening, but at the end of the day, like, you know, I've started off with a company called Life, uh, you know, I work for Lifestyle was called Wellness, I had a personal best, I had Mark Wellness International, I've had Corporate Wellness, I've had so many different brands, right? Um, and, but I've only had one me, and actually, I did write a book and I did change my last name, that was a mistake, but anyway, we generally <laughs> only book, right? That was a PR, someone said, hey, change your name, it'll work better in the US market. But anyway, um, we only have our one brand, and I, Personally, as you get as you get more aged in business, you're going to get all these opportunities always coming your way, and I'm I'm easier to say no to things and be really hard on no and the reasoning why because when I was younger, especially when I had to meet your personal trainer, I would get approached every day by a, a business opportunity, and sure I could have done that gone down that way, which I did multiple times, multiple times. I've I've tried all these business opportunities, I tried everything, but eventually, if it doesn't make sense to me and it's not who I am, it's never going to be a success. So. So I believe that brand, your personal brand is everything you have now. Some people, everybody's got it. If you don't market or you do market, everybody has it. That's and right. I had this conversation with a client about a year ago and I said, listen, you want to be a leader in your field, but 
I've just seen you post on your personal Facebook page of you in your in your stubby in your stubbies and your beer cooler on the weekend, and that's fine. That's not a problem. But the market that he was going to wasn't going to match, and you can't you can't be faking two worlds anymore. That there's no room for that. And some people are going to disagree with me here, but but who you are as a personal brand, unless you're going to do a lot of work on really faking it, you've got to be you. So you know, if I like to travel, like you know, the whole Pat Farmer thing, um, you know, this guy's running from the north to south pole. Now, if I'm in self-development and if, if you could say, you know what, I, I, I spent a, I probably spent two months and try to get sponsorship for it and really help him out and get my mind over there. But did I get paid for it? No, but Jesus, like how many people can now say I, I ran part of the distance to, from the north to south of India with a, an ultra marathon legend, there's probably two people, me and somebody else that ran. Like, um, I learned more about my mind and pushing through obstacles in that one day when I ran a marathon, when he ran two, than I probably learned in any other course I've done. It was the same thing with the Amazing Race. You know, that was a travel component. And, you know, our business now, Com Marketing, is about health, helping health and wellness to lifestyle businesses around that space and travel and anybody that's pushing community forward. And so that does help our brand. But at the same time, too, it's not like set up. It's just who we are. And obviously, you want to turn to those opportunities uh, as much as, as possible. It's like I probably wouldn't get myself on a uh, cooking show or a <laughs> every show because I suck at it. It's not really my brand or it's not who I am. So, you know, opportunities like that that come, you've got to grab them as entrepreneurs because, you know, we work so hard as entrepreneurs, as business owners. We get smashed every day. Sometimes we're in the, we're in the dirt. Sometimes we're in the clouds. But... The great thing and sometimes the thing that keeps you going as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, is those opportunities that do come up, you've got to grab them and, and yeah. you've got to ride with them. They may not make sense, but you've also got to fulfill what, what ultimately makes you happy too. Fantastic. Now, with the, uh, the Entrepreneur's Locker Room interviews and chats, we normally cover one, two or maximum three Bs, which is the brain, body, brand and business. I think we've done all four today. So well done, Richard. It's all, it is all about the mindset. It is all about your personal productivity and efficiency, your branding, as well as business. And I think we've touched on all of those. We've got the Fast and Furious Five coming up. So uh, here, here are the, the, the quick questions. So what non-business sport or activity would you like to be a champion of? I reckon I'll be a great actor, Steve. Like, I'd be, I'd be in Hollywood with my entourage, you know what I mean? Just doing what they do in Hollywood, I don't know. I reckon I could do that, you know what I mean? Okay, so is it the acting or is it, is it the after acting? You want to be a champion? Whole, I think it's the whole thing, Steve. <laughs> cool. Now, what, what one personal thing would you want people to know to get to know you better? Um, that's a tough one. There's a couple of things. Um, I, um, you know, more on a personality trait, sometimes I can be portrayed as like quiet and that but I do listen and I pounce when I need to pounce and so sometimes it's like um, it, it's, it's listening to everything and absorbing and uh, it's, it's talking up when I need to talk up and if I don't have anything to say I probably won't say anything um, on, a, on a more random random thought do you know what I mean and this is one of the uh, one of the questions we got asked in Amazing Race when we when we applied and one of the things was you know what what don't you like or what do you want to be um, you know, people know about you. And one of them was like basically uh, changing sheets on my bed. Um, like, it's kind of random, but it's, it's just, I don't like doing it, right? What's the point? 
and anyway, that's that's one of the reasons how I got through. It was just so, so random like that. Like, <laughs> no, like awesome. Okay, well, on, on, on this side, as uh, you might have answered it already, what one habit would you like to change? Well, um, you know what, Steve, I guess it made me think to say, hey, what habits do I need to change? The start of the year, I've been biting my nails for too long. Um, and at the start of the year, I've tried it twice to, to break. And at the start of the year, I said, listen, I'm going to switch off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break the habit. And anyway, I did the habit. I, I haven't bitten for seven, seven months because I chose to. So I do think when you want to break a habit, you can, you just got to understand, do you want to break that habit? So probably right now I would say um, more focused around time and, and okay. being more productive with time. That would be on the cards at the moment. So who's been the greatest influence in uh, in your life? And you better be careful on this one because I know Joey's going to watch this sooner or later. Well, I think that where is my answer going to go, Steve? Okay, <laughs> let's go. They say you got a happy wife, you got a happy life. That's what I've heard before. It is true. Um, you know, Joey's done a lot of, like we do a lot of stuff together. Sometimes we do business apart. Um, you know, probably just like your same situation, Steve. And yep. sometimes we do it apart and then sometimes we do it together. Now when we do it together, um, business is better and we have a more productive, more profitable, um, better business. And so, you know, I'd have to say over the length of time, there's been key people, but over the length of time, it would probably be, have to be Joey, my wife and myself, I would say. Cool. Okay. Now the last one, we had a bit of a chat. And I hope you've come up with the answer to this one, which is if you were to be the answer to a quiz show question, what do you want that question to be? You know what? In the state of mind I'm now, this, this might be a different question in a couple of years when we get on another interview. Yep. But right now, I think, you know, my whole mission is how many, um, how many communities can I change? And it's kind of been the mission when I had Meet Your Personal Trainer. It's been the mission I had Club Wellness. It's how many communities and eventually people can I change? We, we work exclusively with health and fitness, not exclusively, we work generally with health and fitness professionals and business owners in that space. And for us, you know, it's about moving communities forward. It's about being healthy and happier. So if I can quantify how many businesses I've changed, that would be great because then that quantifies communities and that quantifies the end person, which is their health. Are they living a healthy, happier life or not? So I think it's about you know how, how many businesses have I um, have I changed in my marketing space time. Okay, now I'm sure there's going to be people in health, fitness, wellness, and other industries that are going to be listening to this and think, okay, I like the way that he does things. How are people going to be able to uh, contact you, Rich? You know what? I reckon let's just go back to basics, Steve. Um, I'm going to put my email address out there because yes, you can Google me. Um, you can Google me. You go to me on Facebook and Instagram. You can hit me up. But you know what? If you're, if you want to have a conversation, I reckon just go straight to my inbox and I'll give you the address. Um, Richard, very simple, at com marketing, C-O-M and then marketing.com.au. You go okay. straight there and uh, ask me a question. Otherwise, go to our, our, go to our website, com marketing, our Facebook page, go to my stuff, Richard Turnji, spell the last name, you'll be fine, T-O-U-T-O-U-N-J-I, and you'll find me. But, you know, if you're serious and, you know, you want to, We'll, we'll have all the details in the show notes yeah. so they won't be able to miss you and we'll make sure that they've got the email address and all the different ways to contact you because uh, I believe they should and uh, you'll be able to look after them uh, for sure. Mate, thank you again for, for jumping on. It's always been a fun chat with you and uh, keep up the great work. And for all those who are listening and or watching, stay tuned because we're going to have another fantastic interview for you guys again. Chat with the champion for the Entrepreneur's Locker Room. See you all soon. Cheers.